Hello, and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Dive. Dive. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. Captain, we've gone too far. Welcome to another episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. This is the most intense intro we've ever done. Um, uh, my name is... <laughs> my name is Harlan Spinks, and with me are my two co-hosts and friends, John Carr. Say hello, John. Hi, hello. I don't know how that happened. Whoa. <laughs> you just did, like, three different accents. <laughs> it's like... The word hello somersaulted out of my mouth. Hel- hello, hello, man. Hello. <laughs> and Kyle Luck, say hi. Hello, head of cabbage. Head of cabbage? Is that a new role on the ship? Hello, my role on the ship is head of lettuce. Chief executive farmer. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. We put a garden in on this fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, how's everybody doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, are you ready for for today this week's topic, uh, which I already told you guys about and yeah. that we discussed briefly? It should mm-hmm. be interesting. I think there's so there's so many layers to the topic. Yes, um, there are many layers. Yes, uh, mo- the topic, the topic, guys, the topic has is endlessly fascinating. <laughs> the topic. <laughs> there are many horrible layers to the the topic this week, and the, the topic, topic this week is. <laughs> OnlyFans. We're gonna talk oh. about we're gonna talk about OnlyFans because you know it's kind of weird. It was it, it made a big splash. What was going on with OnlyFans? And like immediately afterwards, everybody stopped talking about it. Um, and I don't know if that's just you know the world we live in that there's just so much news there's a lot happening, of other things going on, a lot of other worries. But this is uh this is a pretty important thing when you really start to to peel back those nasty layers. And I don't mean nasty in a sex way. I mean nasty in sort of a puritanical way. So yes, a capital- let's, capitalistic way. Yes, let's dive in. So what is what is everybody what's everybody's baseline on OnlyFans? Uh, it's a subscription-based uh, service that you get benefits from the higher tiers or more money you donate. Okay. John, that's about what you think? Or no? Yeah, I mean, I think, what is it? It's like, you know, a platform for, uh, heavy air quotes, creators to <laughs> uh, connect directly with their fans and provide them exclusive content. Yes, exactly. So it didn't start... Uh, the. I assume the majority of people kind of put it, it immediately ascribe it as being a like po- as porn right like yeah when people say only fans the first thing typically they think of is explicit content and that's not necessarily how it started even though it's owned by a uh, a guy who was in the adult industry and had tried previous similar oh. only fans things interesting yeah, i mean it, that's sorry john go it seemed like um I think when I initially heard about it, it seemed like a sort of different version of Patreon. Yeah, sort of. Way. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, like it's in just all in platform. 
Yeah, exactly. So it is owned, like I said, by a guy. His name is Tim Stokely. He started it. It's London-based, which I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was founded in November 2016. Uh, there oh, are currently... man. So I've been, I've been saying OnlyFans wrong this whole time. So you're telling me. How, well, how, how do you think it's supposed to be said now? OnlyFans. <laughs> God damn it. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we gotta fucking head out. <laughs> I thought I missed a joke and I was the one that was on the outside. No, I just took that one. I just make. I just like rubbed fucking like paper towels on my tongue to make that dry. Only fonds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it currently has two million, roughly two million creators, one hundred thirty million users. Um, like I said, it's commonly associated with sex workers, but it also hosts, like what John said, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, physical fitness experts, musicians. Uh, there's a lot of like cooking content. Um, but, uh, more recently, which we're going to get into, it's been criticized for hosting. And I guess I should have said this at the top trigger warning for sexual abuse and child abuse stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. For me me as well. For me as well. What is this? (laughs) You should have texted us. I thought we were talking about uh, porn. What's going on here? Well, we're going to talk about porn, but we're also going to talk about the bad kind of porn. Um, Uh, Born. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm on my way out the door. Such low-hanging fruit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of here. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, So it has been, like I said, criticized for hosting child sexual abuse material. And uh, an organization called the National Center on Sexual Exploitation um, are the people who brought those reports up or did that investigation. Although they have shown, compared to Facebook, there have been negligible accounts of this on OnlyFans. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, Facebook is riddled with everything that's bad right now um and they're not doing anything about it but that's another whole other yeah yeah so the founder uh like i said uh london-based guy his name is tim stokely uh he founded the company alongside his brother thomas and with the help of a ten thousand pound loan from his father guy stokely most british (laughs) name ever um oh, uh, hello i'm guy that's Stokely. A, that's a that's a heavy <laughs> sum of money how much was it worth uh ten thousand oh pounds oh my god <laughs> you're really you know what it, it is commendable <laughs> i will have to say the say- the the uh <laughs> amount of dad jokes that have come out in just how many minutes of recording <laughs> eight minutes incredible it's, it's absolutely less than that it's probably less than that for the episode it's probably less than like five minutes yeah but i think like you, you you say that you're on your way out and everything like that and that's that's all well and good but i'm gonna have to ask you to leave <laughs> all right yeah. guys. right now the, the valet is still bringing my car around <laughs> you have valet at your house that's fancy uh, yeah that's a new uh, add-on that i bought with gold is your dad also a rich uh british man is that how you're able to have the yes, valet? Yes, this I live in a house funded by OnlyFans. <laughs> so, uh, OnlyFans. 
only only, only the fawns, dude. It, oh, I was imagining F A U N as in female deer. No, dude. We've got. Hey. hey, man, this website's only deer, man. The sexiest deer around. O- only fauna. Yeah. Oh my god. So, Guy Stokely, Thomas's dad, gave him ten thousand pounds, which is about thirteen thousand uh, dollars, to help start this. And uh, his dad said, "Quote." Tim, this is... Oh, I was going to try and do a British accent, but there's no fucking way. (laughs) Best don't. Yeah. um, I always think about it after I've started this sentence. Quote, Tim, this is going to be the last one. Um, Because his his dad has helped him in the past with like other ventures that have all sort of failed. Um, His brother became (laughs) the company's chief operating officer, and his father is actually the head of finance for OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs) sorry i almost spit up all over my screen that was great um so the some of the other things that stokely had worked on that he had gotten money from his dad who i think i I can't remember if i put it in the notes his dad is like a high finance banker in england so it's really weird that his dad is essentially investing in only fans not so much but his past ventures which is in 2011 a website called glamwarship.com not okay. wa- I, that sounded like i said warship like, like w-a-r-s-h-i-p no 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 yeah. worship got okay. glam worship sorry glam warship now Please. yeah it's yeah, just a, a like really a dazzled uh aircraft carrier oh yeah, my god extremely like uh flamboyant pink and yeah. yellow and stuff just yeah the most flammable warship of all time just so much <laughs> hairspray on board mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't shoot like uh <laughs> ammunition it shoots like bubbles and like sparkles and, and stuff yeah, yeah glitter um so he started that in 2011 and if you could believe it it's a fetish website um he's cool. the he warship? said <laughs> the warship yeah he said that he was browsing Reddit and realized the appeal of this specific category and felt that it was underserved, and so he la- launched Glam Worship. Okay. So he's he's uh, been in the sex industry for a moment. I can't not hear worship anymore. I know. It's, I fucked it up. Some, sometimes <laughs> I have sorry. like sometimes it's- I have like a Pacific Northwest uh a o swap when i talk i don't know where it fucking comes from and i hate it every time it happens mm. like wash you know when it's, people it's say charming how do you yeah. say uh, can you pronounce the the word m-i-l-k <laughs> for me harland i just want i'm just curious oh my god now i felt my brain start to misfire yes. milk i can okay, say milk i don't okay. say milk i thought you were gonna milk. say milk like milk M-E-L-K. no i don't say milk <laughs> Um, okay. I've got just, milk just and checking. if you if anybody else out there has milk you need to go see a doctor immediately and get a prescription got milk <laughs> Z-Pack Z- will clear that right up so in 2013 <laughs> he was off to his next venture he launched customs for you the letter U um, which is kind of the beginnings of OnlyFans because it allowed users to request made to order content directly from but it, this was specifically from adult film stars, which which he also started with his father. <laughs> so I don't know what this Man, relationship is. Can you, can you uh, imagine like the dinner parties with the dad? Uh, you know, he's with his highfalutin, high society British friends, and being like, "Oh, uh, guy, how is your son?" <laughs> 
Please oh, don't what, don't ask me about my son. What's, what sort of business is he in these days? We don't talk about business round the table. Are you, are you still investing in him? Stop talking about what me and my son do in private. Oh, no. Oi, Dad, I'm here for dinner. I'm a bit late. I found a way to make money off people spanking it. <laughs> oh, God. He's back. It's a new invention. All, all of the butlers just, like, stand quietly, nervously around the table. Uh... <laughs> Um, so Stokely, uh, came up with the idea of OnlyFans, uh, when he learned about the prevalence of adult entertainers that sell their, uh, like content under the table because there wasn't really anywhere, you know, like Instagram obviously doesn't allow that. The only place that you can post stuff like that is Twitter and that's mostly public. It's not like you're getting, you know, uh, mm-hmm. money f- in exchange for that stuff. So he, uh, he saw that there was, a a gap in needs right and so he started only fans um <clears throat> he also sought to um, avoid some of the mistakes he made in the earlier sites by building in a referral system that le- that gave third parties the incentive to recruit new content creators to the site so if you join you know you can have refer people and then you get some incentive there too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it wasn't just start a start an account which i think is more like what it is now maybe i don't know how much the referral aspect comes into play currently um so what you're <clears throat> telling us is that you didn't make an account to do research i made an account uh Look, not to do research here, here. <laughs> okay good here on the Twenty Thousand leagues uh under the internet network we do appreciate when you do that actual deep dive mm-hmm. and, yeah. and you know throw your well, wallet at a problem you know what i mean that is one of the things i've noticed in just like the usability of it um is it's not like a a, a a porn site right like you have to know people's handles and go to their like search them it's not like you can type in like tags like big like old big, titties and big titty golf girlfriend yeah exactly it, it doesn't yes. really work like that you have to have the, the users <laughs> the user's handle in mm-hmm. order to search i don't know if it's different on desktop i've only like kind of looked at it on my phone to get an idea of what the user face is like but it doesn't it's not mm-hmm. like it's classier than than that you know what i mean mm-hmm. which okay. again is like how it's built like that was the whole purpose mm-hmm. um <clears throat> let's see uh where was i at <laughs> categories it's literally just voyeur the in- that's that's it yeah <laughs> might as well just call it voyeur.com <laughs> um he uh he he personally subscribes to only two OnlyFans, OnlyFans content creators, one being James Haskell and Chris Robshaw. Uh, they are both rugby players. So interesting. Okay. Okay. A lot of people on there that are rugby players are nasty. <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> so, like, again, this kind of sounds like a weird combination of like Patreon and Cameo at the same time. Like has has anyone used Cameo before? Yeah, I, I haven't used it, but I've seen people yeah use it, yeah. request stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it but seems it's like you like can't the same thing. Can you re- you can't request? I mean, maybe you can at a certain price point, like specific 
like custom made requests from people you, you can that's where like that's this like the predecessor or pre the fucking website before this thank you <laughs> was the customs for you website where like that's what it was it was like you would sign up and like follow somebody and reach out to them and ask for custom stuff that carried over to OnlyFans, so you can message or do direct messages to people that you follow or subscribe to for custom content but that's right. not only what it is like something like cameo that's all cameo is you pay a person to record mm-hmm. a scripted thing right or to wish you a happy birthday but that's it like with only fans it's both so it is when you subscribe to somebody they'll post content throughout the week or month or whatever but then you can also request stuff too for a higher price point obviously mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, pay for the uh, cameo features. Oh God! <laughs> oh boy! Uh, two years. <laughs> they passed. They passed on that name. Yeah. They did. It, they it was free, did. and it still is free because nobody wants it. <laughs> Whoever wants it can have it. <laughs> it's fucking gross. <laughs> two years later, a so this is where things started to sort of change for OnlyFans, I think, or where a lot of like backlash and organizations started looking into OnlyFans started was when a Ukrainian American businessman named Leonid Radvinsky, owner of My Free Cams, acquired 75% ownership of Phoenix International Limited and became its director. Phoenix is the owner, the corporation that owns OnlyFans. Oh my god. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> it's a corporation. Yeah, well, it's a company. It's whatever their parent company is. Yeah, interesting. Um, after this, OnlyFans became increasingly focused on not safe for work content. So this is where we, the association with sex work and OnlyFans, sort of started because this pornographer, computer mm-hmm. programmer, businessman from the Ukraine. <laughs> but <laughs> multi-talented gotta give him that i, the, I love <laughs> you listing off can you, <laughs> for, truly for, every, for every person you mentioned going forward can you list off their credentials please i, would really I will i will that. do my best i will do my best <laughs> i mean we've well, already got two rugby players and a and a and a and a, a, a british billionaire banker why right. not a businessman pornographer computer programmer <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's really a triple threat. Yeah, it's it, really yeah. a triple threat. Only two of those cross in a Venn diagram. The other one is a million miles away, I feel yeah. like. Um like I said he's the founder of the cam site My Free Cams. Um through he has a holding company called MFCXY. Don't know if that's an acronym for something. Great name. Uh, or if SEO. he just slammed his head onto a keyboard and that's what came out. Yeah. Um, wow. Big head. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking at my keyboard. I know he really reached would... across really <laughs> weird shaped head. <laughs> yeah. It's like nice technique, buddy. For one hit on the keyboard. That's pretty good. I'm impressed. Maybe he like dropped the laptop. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Maybe he was trying to type mom as he was falling down a staircase. <laughs> yes he was trying to type mommy milkers into there his own porn yeah, website mommy oh milkers <laughs> um, on only milkers.com <laughs> okay i gotta go <laughs> john needs to tap out um some cat in here we'll have her see what she thinks about big mommy milkers <laughs> oh, god god i hate that fucking meme okay oh keep going. i love it dude it unlocked something inside me that I didn't know was there. It's really oh. weird. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. 
So some 20 years ago, he we're still t- we got to talk about Leo Radvinsky because he's well known within the like sex work porn industry. Um, and probably not for the best reasons. Um, 20 years ago or so, he ran a small empire of websites that advertised. And again, if you stuck around this far after my first trigger warning, this is where you gotta go. You're not going to want to hear this part. Um, he, all right, I'll see you guys later. (laughs) He, I edited this, I edited my notes way down to leave out some of the more disturbing aspects of this. So I'm going to not talk about too much of this because it is, it does, it makes me feel uncomfortable too, even reading about some of this stuff, like what this guy did. Um, so my leg is bouncing and out of anxiety (laughs) your restless leg syndrome just kicked in i just look i just realized i was bouncing my leg yeah yeah so uh like i said he had a bunch of websites that advertised access to quote illegal and hacked passwords to porn sites including ones that were advertised as featuring underage performers in the late 90s such link sites were common and were used to market not just pornography but online gambling and other gray market activities Interesting. So, okay. the gambling's tied into that. Yes, a wide net for basically all the things that at the time were like taboo. Which I mean, not that underage—that's just bad. But I mean, like gambling, porn, uh, other again, illegal activities. The way you, the way you mm-hmm. described it as gray. Was it gray market that what you said? Gray market. That's what somebody referred to it as. I'd never heard that term before. I yeah, assume it's. I. it's somewhere on the line of black market and sort of acceptable which is why i use the word taboo with like online gambling or you know pornography in general like that's been a huge debate over i mean we're going through it right now with uh like the texas abortion bans you know what i mean that that affects so many people's bodies Mm -hmm. women's bodies and people want to control that and that's why there's always these like um crusades against pornography constantly because they want to control women's bodies yeah falls under the same sort of category um so he ran 11 such sites created under the business cybertania uh they included uh uh, websites (laughs) called like (laughs) it sounds like uh the people that tried to sell you um encyclopedias yeah exactly where like you would get a cd-rom included with the book Welcome to Cybertania. We've got all your AOL needs. (laughs) To me, it's like, welcome to Cybertania. You got your laser tag. We got your Resident Evil. It's like a fucking arcade. As soon as birthday party. As soon as you used that voice, I in my head thought the the phrase laser tag. Yeah, fucking Cybertania. Form your team! Form your squad! You're going to war with your friends! It's your birthday, little Gregory! Happy birthday! Shoot your friends in the back with imaginary lasers! Fuck the ball pit, you baby! <laughs> He's got a, the same, like, half-broken cigarette that's l- l- bouncing out of his mouth. Yeah, somehow magically stays in his lip. Mm-hmm. So Turn your chickens in for... Toy dinosaurs! <laughs> Did you say chickens? Ch- ch- <laughs> d- dinosaurs! 
your tickets your tickets your tickets Tickets. got it okay uh, depending on what part <laughs> of the chickens. country you're in yeah chickens as well if alabama chickens <laughs> dude we give out chickens, chickens of- dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> you can raise them yourself bring them from home bring them in we don't give a fuck you don't even need to play our games we just want your chickens <laughs> <laughs> please bring your chickens to cybertania <laughs> don't ask us why we need all these chickens chickens eat free from what each game of laser tag. Oh my god. Uh, so um they included some of his the websites owned by Cybertania included uh websites like Password Universe, Working Passes, and Ultra Passwords. Which published some <laughs> like trap sites to like just get you to enter in your password. <laughs> That's basically what they were. Welcome like passwords.com, the leader of password ex- acquisition, <laughs> passwords.com is <laughs> just enter your passwords for everything. Oh we got God. passwords for your passwords. We need passwords to get access to the site. We need a password for that too. Welcome to passwords.com, king of passwords. This isn't a scam. Please let us have your passwords or they're going to kill me. <laughs> visit, visit our sister site, socialsecuritynumbers.com. I don't get to, I don't get food unless you give me your password. <laughs> for every one password I gather, I'm allowed one ounce of food. We are passionate about your password. <clears throat> <laughs> your password um, is important to us <laughs> your, pass- your password is actually the most important thing to us we will do anything for your password <laughs> so so these these password websites published links directing web users to <laughs> to a site claiming to offer <laughs> we should not be laughing at what i'm about to we should we have to stop laughing i keep, I keep thinking about it and how i shouldn't be laughing <laughs> keep laughing more i'm we've, sorry cybertania really lit a fuse in me <laughs> I, I know so we've sorry. all done a really good job at trying to make this like uh palatable but we can't be giggling uh, yeah. through the sentence i'm about to read <laughs> all right <laughs> me included <clears throat> sorry. okay hang oh, on man. hang on okay uh, this is what people feel like what actors feel like during like blooper reels when they can't stop laughing yeah, i think yeah no this is it <clears throat> okay we're like dicaprio bro yeah yeah exactly okay okay so the sites claim to offer quote the hottest oh god the hottest underaged hardcore the best illegal teen passwords and the hottest bestiality site on the web oh my god this is really honestly i have never encountered the term passwords being used like this this is so interesting to me yeah yeah this is so, definitely new information so there were a lot of these sort of scam sites that that they got away from a lot of <clears throat> like legal problems because they weren't hosting the content. They were linking to the website that would like let you into these illegal see this illegal content, right? <clears throat> There is, there was no evidence that any of Radovinsky's sites actually linked to child pornography or bestiality. Instead, the sites appeared to have been a way for Radovinsky to earn money by charging his partners, the other actual porn sites, for every click that these password sites got. So that's where he made his money. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the links typically went through to similar sites offering more links to free porn passwords or other adult content. So it's like a pyramid scheme of free passwords. 
who knows how many of these actually worked yeah it was literally like one of the early forms of like clickbait type stuff for for this for the under not underground but underground i mean they use the fucking word mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> so, so it would just pop up another fucking window um uh let's see uh there was a lawsuit against radovinsky the plaintiff stated the ultra passwords uh, website present quote presents the deceptive image of providing hacked or stolen passwords to get free services from other pornographic sites but which is in fact a lucrative affiliate referral site <clears throat> Redovinsky's company said its ultra password site was bringing in revenues of five thousand dollars a day in 2002 or 1.8 million dollars a year Jeez. oh so uh yeah uh that's just one of his ventures that's just ultra passwords Hmm. Not mega passwords or mega uber passwords mm-hmm. or super duper passwords. No. None of those ones. Yeah, super duper passwords actually didn't do very well. It's too too wordy, <laughs> right? Too wordy. Too yeah. wordy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah too silly. Should, uh, <laughs> really parse that down. Mm-hmm. In the early 2000s, he created a handful of sites linking to celebrity sex tapes and started My Free Cams, <clears throat> which is like the biggest one. I think it still might be a website. I did not go to that one. Uh, he also occasionally popped up in lawsuits. In 2003 and 2004, Amazon and Microsoft both sued Radovinsky in U.S. District Court in Seattle for alleged wow. spam campaigns that used the Amazon name and Microsoft email tools to offer spam recipients, quote, free money from the government. So Look, trying a bunch of stuff. I mean, the social security joke you made earlier. Is not probably, far off. Yeah. I got to say, guys, I think you're at a certain point in your career when you're like the guy who is known for like cameos in TV shows or movies or reality TV, whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make cameos in court. That's not a thing you want to do often. No. <clears throat> you don't no. want to show up in court as like a, it's like, and here's your favorite. <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name's Leo. I make cameos. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> where's, do I put my hand on the Bible or maybe the most recent issue of Hustler? Uh, either will do. <laughs> <clears throat> um, they, uh, the, the lawsuit also alleged that the links that he used to send these spam things also included uh, links to adult websites. Uh, he denied all of these allegations. So, Leo Radovinsky, not a great guy. What a and he piece owns, of shit. <clears throat> yeah, he owns 75% of OnlyFans currently. How is he, uh, like, how is he not in jail? Is it just, like, legal jump roping, all of that kind of thing? Like, Yeah, I, I think it's, it's red tape. It's that they weren't able to prove that he hosted any of this content. <clears throat> oh, Jesus so Christ. So was he, like, uh, just passwords? Was all his shit password protected, too? seems like he's really invested in passwords. Well, at the time, that was, like, one of the only ways that you could, like, get uh, porn, right? Because a lot of it was pay for it on websites before we had, like, Kazaa and LimeWire to, like, rip porn. So it was a scam to tell people, like, hey, this password, my site will give you a password into this other porn website that then you can see the the stuff for free. You don't have to pay for it. Hmm. So all that changed once like places like Pornhub and other uh, like streaming websites started and who the fuck uses ultra passwords anymore? You know? Yeah. Never. Nobody probably no, never heard. I hope talk about this or reference this on anything. 
Yeah. <clears throat> so I want to talk a little bit about uh, OnlyFans and how, like, what the numbers are, right? Because that's super important too. There's a lot of money invested in OnlyFans that's at stake. OnlyFans, uh, uh, the company takes 20%, the creators take 80%. So <clears throat> subscribers get access to a feed of content, like I said, that's regularly updated. They can also request content. But what's interesting about that is that a lot of the special requests aren't for explicit content. So mm. a, they're creating, according to a Vice article at least, one creator said a lot of her regulars are now asking for more time to just talk to her. Hmm. Uh, even with access to free adult video like Pornhub or whatever the other ones are, um, users still go to OnlyFans because of the personalized sort of intimacy and rapport that's built between the subscribers and the creator. <clears throat> sure, um, well, like when crazy. a name gets written on a body. What? Like, if you donate X amount of money, I'll write your name on my body while I'm in oh, this hot tub. Okay, I... I that went right over my head. I was trying to put the pieces together on that one. <laughs> I was like, no, no, this is a real thing. I'm not making a joke right now. <laughs> Got it. This okay, okay. Thing. It's like a real fetish thing or yeah, something. Yeah, I think it's actually maybe more of a, a Twitch, a Twitch thing at this point, which is its own brave new world we can discuss at some There's other point. There's so so many fetishes out there. It's incredible. Um, so. Uh, there's also been a huge uh there's another thing that makes it different from a lot of other like porn sites even though it's not necessarily sold as a porn only site is a lot of actor actors and actresses um have moved to OnlyFans or opened OnlyFans accounts for example Bella Thorne um made over a million dollars after just mm -hmm. a day with her OnlyFans account holy shit <clears throat> Yeah, this that's, this that's a retirement plan waiting to happen. There, it's one year of work if she does that. I saw I saw those headlines and I don't know who that person is. I think she's a model or an actress. I've a seen lot her in of... some movies. She's been in some like like horror movies. And oh, stuff. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the people that were on this list, I I took off because I didn't know who they were, and even some of the ones I left, I'm still like I don't really know who the fuck that is, but <laughs> I've seen the name. So Be it encouraged Bella Thorne. People will certainly know who Bella Thorne is. Totally. Yeah. I'm, hey, man, I'm about to be 35. There's no fucking way that I, I hope anybody listening expects me to know who half of these people are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, sure. So it encouraged a lot of other influences and adult entertainers to monetize their fame. Like, I do know who this one is, like Bad Baby. Sure. Who is the Cash Me Outside girl. Oh, okay. That one is really fucking gross and creepy, though. Uh, of Dr. Phil fame. Wait, yes, didn't we didn't we talk about her in another episode where she was like she put out a rap album or something like that? We, yeah. We've probably mentioned it. Yeah, that's it's that's just, where the name came change came from. A few times. Got it. Okay. <clears throat> she's like super Italian or something like that. I think like actually <laughs> super Italian would have been a better name. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. So that one is I. That one makes me feel weird because she started it on her 18th birthday. So a bunch of people on like the internet were like sitting around waiting, making posts mm -hmm. while she was still 17 to check out her OnlyFans and look at her naked literally the day she turned 18. So oh my God. 
that one's problematic, but Depraved. hey. Depraved. It's, it's like, Christ. you're 18, that's great. That's what the law says, but it's really fucking weird for yeah, guys. In, in America, that's the fucking law. What's the law like in Italy, for example? Isn't it like 16 is the adult oh, I don't age know. of whatever? <clears throat> yeah, but they probably actually teach their population about sure. sexual education. So. Good fucking point. <laughs> Good fucking point. Um, some other people that have joined, Cardi B, uh, like I said, uh, Bella Thorne, Amber Rose, Ruby Rose, uh, Tana Mongo. Mongo, I think she's another. What? <laughs> What'd you say? Mongo. Again, if you have Mongo, please see a doctor immediately. A ton of mangoes. Okay, <clears throat> um, keep going. I've heard. I've heard all of these names before. I don't fully know who the fuck they are. I know they're very famous. <laughs> I know Cardi B. I'm not that out of touch, guys. Why I'm defending myself against no one. Yeah, no one's no arguing one's with me right now. You. This is a war inside I'm, your I'm head. I'm a scared old man trapped in my room in front of a camera, guys. You know what you need, Harlan? You need mm. a quick trip to Cybertania. <laughs> the world of Cybermania. Come book laser, laser tag with you and 15 of your friends in an 8x8 deathmatch at Cybertania. Corn dogs half off for just an hour. Avoid yeah. the ball pit. We still haven't found the kid. <laughs> um, another couple of people which I added to this list because I thought it was really funny to mention their names are Aaron Carter. <laughs> um, Aaron Carter, which boy, oh, no. Aaron like, Carter is a mess. What's he doing? Showing himself. I don't know if it's like fully nude. Um, Didn't but he get, he's like, all three face fuck- tattoos and just fucking like do burnouts and stuff. Uh huh. Do, do burnouts. And also, this one pissed me off the most because why is anyone still giving a- this guy any kind of attention or money? Is Chris Brown? Um, oh yeah. You know, I I he comes up in my life unfortunately kind of often, and I and I'm still <laughs> baffled at how he's still allowed to do anything i know it blows my fucking mind yeah it really pisses me off so uh that's those are some like major major players on uh only fans right now the top 10 percent of creators make 73 percent of all the money so oh my god (laughs) yeah not a uh good investment or turnaround uh right uh the top creators can make around thirty thousand to fifty thousand dollars per month uh, the rest may actually Jesus. make under a hundred dollars. Like that's kind of what it averages out. Should to. we start hosting this podcast on OnlyFans? It sounds like not, my man. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're barely getting numbers on TikTok, boy. I know, but I'm saying we'd at least maybe make some money there if we did it live and took requests from people live. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> there I'm just is an Only. There is. They did just launch OnlyFans TV. So okay, yeah, maybe uh, we can look a- into it. Because we can take much, our shirts off slowly. How much money are we making right now? You know uh, money. I mean? We're actually losing money. Losing <laughs> <it>. <laughs> We're losing money on a monthly basis. And brain cells, coincidentally. Um, but I, I think there's a I think there's an opportunity for us. I think that would be actually fucking hilarious. Um <laughs> our new so, host. <laughs> sorry, Pinecast. We're on fucking only ca- only fans now. So in 2020, due to the lockdowns, OnlyFans reported a 42% increase in new accounts. OnlyFans also reported that the company drew in a revenue of more than $1.2 billion, paying around $950 million to creators. Wow. 
So, yes, a lot of money. <clears throat> the thing that people don't really realize with OnlyFans is that you're the one that's doing all this stuff. Like, you are essentially a small business owner mm-hmm. if you want to be successful. Uh, business Insider covered the day in a life of, uh, I don't know how this is supposed to be pronounced, Ayla, Ayla Day, a top creator on OnlyFans. She has about 3,200 subs, and she earns around $100,000 every month. She's oh among... God. Yeah, she's among the top 0.4% of creators. What do you have to wow. do to do that? That's insane. So, uh, she she basically does social media, marketing, finances, because she has to pay taxes on all that shit. Yeah. She's yeah. not walking away with $100,000. It's not, it's not It's not ten ninety nine. What is, what is it? Do you know um, what it I'm is? I'm not sure. That, that would probably be ten ninety nine. Yeah, like general contractor. Mis- miscellaneous mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, like you're contracted out by the web by onlyfans.com technically. Yeah. 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 I mean, Freela- you you're to, technically you're a freelancer contractor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so finances, video editing and copywriting her day. This is they literally sort of lay it out here. 1030. She gets up, checks OnlyFans, see how much she's earned as well as her other social media accounts. <laughs> she Check prepares. Drop. Cool. <laughs> she prepares roughly 200 posts. That'll be posted over the next few months. Um, wow. She then checks into her Telegram group, which is her and about 80 other OnlyFans creators. They talk and exchange tips. It's a little book club. It's an OnlyFans like book club, essentially. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, it's sick. Um, where they talk about, uh, you know, what one person is doing and what might help somebody else. She then films a short video uh, where it's just her naked talking while she has some coffee. Um, uh, and it's her basically, uh, building that rapport I mentioned with like her subscribers after lunch, she shoots video content, uh, other video content, which takes a lot of time because of all the preparation with things like makeup and wardrobe and lighting and Mm -hmm. all the, all that stuff. And then around, um, seven, she edits her videos, which I can tell you right now that for an hour video could take anywhere from six to 12 hours to edit an entire video the way that you want. And she's actually cutting it up into smaller clips that then she can schedule for later posts um, on different types of social media. So she has to be careful there. It's a lot of Um, exporting. Yes. Um, She also then takes some more photos for Twitter and Reddit that function sort of as ads. Um, before she ends the day by scheduling more content. So it's like a full-time fucking business. And yeah, I mean, that it, sounds fucking exhausting. I, I don't, yeah, I, there's no... Yeah, I but $100,000 a month sounds pretty sick, though. Gotta say. It does. Yeah, yeah. God, it's really hard for me to put myself into, like, working that hard, though, all mm-hmm. day. No, I know, every, but... Every day. You know, it's like think about making hundred thousand dollars a year, let yeah. alone in thirty days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you can also I just don't know. be. I you would can do al- it. You can also just be like, "Hey, I'm gone for a month. Subscribers, I'll be back. Here's the content yeah, I scheduled. I'm gonna go spend all these three hundred thousand dollars from the first three <laughs> months of the year to go spend thirty thousand of that in Thailand for a month. Yeah, come back and then I'll make some more fucking videos of me drinking coffee with my tits out and making a hundred thousand dollars. And also, obviously, all the other work that goes into it. Yes, but I just yes. mean because it's, it's a full day thing. But that's what I mean. You can fucking hit it hard and then take time off. Hit it hard, take time off. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. 
I think the hardest part awesome. would be building that rapport with your with your followers. You know what I mean? Because like that's a hard to like mountain to climb to actually sure. get to the hundred thousand dollar mark. But I'm sure yeah. there's like a you have to come across as like you have to be genuine as fuck. You yeah, know what I mean, because people and can again, see through that shit. I'm uh, none of us are sex workers. Like mm. you have to, you enjoy that work, right? It would be like if any of us picked our dream job or whatever to do that, we would do Absolutely. that work. Mm-hmm. And for these people, mm-hmm. that's where like the taboo for a lot of people lies is that they look at it as just like, you're just showing your tits. It's like, no, I enjoy making the connections. I love my body. I want to share it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people just yeah. can't wrap their head around that. I can't, I, I can't, I respect it, but I mean, I remember we were talking about this a little bit with the financial domination stuff too like this Mm -hmm. becomes your lifestyle in a way too yeah Yeah. and you have to be willing to kind of just say fuck what people think in the slightest you have to be able to like i i have like an absurd amount of insecurity there's no way i could be this kind of a powerhouse money maker person on OnlyFans. there's absolutely no way yeah i I have too too much body dysmorphia and um, (laughs) trauma i i can't so, so respect respect to those out there uh, <laughs> doing the thing. Hell yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So real quickly, let's touch on the band before I get into wh- why it got banned. Uh, well, momentarily. So shortly following uh, increased campaigning against OnlyFans due to the concerns about, like I said, child sexual abuse material on August 19th, the company announced Which, that from like a- briefly, it's crazy that like out of all of this that I never saw any of that kind of thing come up in any sort of news article or anything, you know, like how squashed that was if it was like a bigger deal. Well, you know? it's because the people that are pushing for it want to sort of stay out of the out of the the limelight right Mm -hmm. and i will talk about them because they are the problem with this whole thing and not just only fans but the sex work industry on a whole um Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. the company announced uh from october 1st onwards it will not be allowing sexual explicit content the company pushed the update through a new terms of service policy and they said they would uh, they would still have allowed nudity on some grounds. The reason for the shift was initially reported as pressure from credit card companies, which I'm sure is probably what you saw, John, in the yeah, news. Yeah, that was what uh, it was like, MasterCard. Yeah, so uh, uh, pressure from credit card companies. CEO Tim Stokely later told Financial Times that it was due to withdrawn support from banks such as BNY Mellon and JP Morgan Chase. Mm-hmm. Stokely said that BNY Mellon had flagged and rejected each transaction from the company and that Metro Bank had withdrawn support abruptly in 2019. OnlyFans said its decision was driven with a view toward building a sustainable platform for the long term. Quote, these changes are to comply with the requests of our banking partners and payout providers. So who the fuck, why all of a sudden they just pulled out? And to answer this, we need to go uh, talk about Pornhub for just a hot second because Pornhub was actually the website that Discover, MasterCard, and Visa uh, suspended payments from. So they were the ones. So uh, they pulled their support from Pornhub 
following the allegations that the site had hosted again child sexual abuse material. Oh my god. Got um it. in in response in response Pornhub uh, scrubbed its site of all videos that were produced by that were not produced by verified partners and implemented a verification program that all users would need to undergo if they wanted to post adult content. Which I remember seeing that on Reddit huh. people being like, "Oh, my favorite saved videos are gone from Pornhub because it was like oh some god. some Yikes. schmuck uploading well so a lot of it was like ripped content not mm. that it was necessarily like child abuse stuff sure or, okay okay got it yeah so a lot of it the stuff that was removed the majority of it was ripped content that was not uploaded by the right legitimate off of it got exactly it. Um, though Visa later agreed to restore service to some adult sites owned by Pornhub's parent, MindGeek, Pornhub it still, itself still remains cut off from credit card processors. The platform still only accepts payments by direct bank transfer and cryptocurrency. Hmm. So <clears throat> this, this has already been a thing that's been going on. Pornhub, but even before with other things. And there are two organizations that people really need to look into and and read about because this extends not just to digital pornography or uh, content creation but it goes all the way to uh women's rights uh gay rights all this stuff that these people want to basically stop so the first organization is an organization called ncose which is what i referenced at the beginning of this episode the national center on sexual exploitation whoa um so they weren't always named that it started as something called operation yorkville in 1962 okay that's way more whimsical um it sounds like a military operation and way more like uh uh, nefarious why does it it sounds like a pet store to me operation yorkville (laughs) (laughs) yeah like welcome to yorkie town i don't know come get your armor plated yorkies um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't know guys operation yorkville almost sounds like it could be a joke fun yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so so it was started in 1962 by <clears throat> an interfaith group of three new york clergymen if there aren't red flags already um yeah, yeah. the group connected exposure to different types of quote salacious magazines and pornography to oh, man dude. atheism obscenity juvenile delinquency masturbation murder sexually transmitted diseases and quote whatever the fuck this is high school sex clubs <laughs> what is high what school sex clubs i don't know it must have been in the girls bathroom because <laughs> they always had the cool shit um yeah, couches and sex clubs <laughs> oh man so they renamed themselves after that in 1968 to morality in media or mim for short yes, in 19- m-i-m m-i-m yeah not m-i-b that's different nine inch nails or no no (laughs) mom in mom not not mad mothers against drunk driving um in 1970 there was a push from the public to repeal all adult obscenity laws which um basically made it illegal to be gay or a woman <laughs> like when it comes down to it so you the, have to like have a dick and like vaginas is what you're yeah it was it was you know anything it, it was a broad term obscenity right so mm-hmm. like using curse words or inflammatory language or yeah. yeah so the report was put together uh or a report was put together that mim uh called a quote magna carta for the pornographers so 
these people that were trying to repeal the obscenity laws basically were told that what you want will open up the floodgates to uh, all of those things I listed, atheism, obscenity, etc. Um, after, uh, let's see, there were four justices that were appointed by Richard Nixon around this time. Um, and the court disregarded the report and up- upheld the obscenity laws in 1973. Um, so <clears throat> this was also like during a time years ago, by the way. Yeah, I know. And we haven't really come too much further. No. <laughs> yeah. No. This was during a time when there were massive obscenity complaints about George Carlin's anti-censorship routine, seven dirty ah, words. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So this is the people that were f- basically making these complaints and, Got it, and, and causing, stirring all this stuff up. Phone the banking. Per- yeah, for, the for premier. Jesus. Yeah, the premier. The only. <laughs> never mind. The premier <laughs> of the film Caligula and condemnation of the Monty Python film Life of Brian. 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 As, yeah. as being a quote direct, aggressive, deliberate violation of the rights of believing persons. So extremely. If that wasn't their intention, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think. Close. Yeah, they definitely missed the point. <laughs> this mim organization. <laughs> Um, in 2015, Mim then transfer transformed into, excuse me, the NCOSE in order to expand its focus, uh, to the social science and data of the intersectionality of sexual exploitation. Uh, they successfully pressured Walmart to remove Cosmopolitan from its checkout aisle. Oh my uh, God. What? For being too racy, I guess. Um, oh my and, God. and criticized Amnesty International after the human rights group joined Human Rights Watch and the World Health Organization in supporting the decriminalization of sex work, stating the policy was irresponsible and that decriminalization would encourage human trafficking. So, yeah, so just a reminder, God, we are talking about thinking. only fans right yeah, now. I know. Um, <laughs> oh my this, God. It's, it's this really... Is like, it's, it, escalated to the holy mountain this is yeah. fucking insane yeah um let's see so there were a bunch of peer-reviewed studies uh that uh or sorry elizabeth nolan uh brown of reason magazine uh has criticized the group for promoting claims about sexuality and pornography that she claims contradict the findings of peer-reviewed studies uh anti-trafficking review uh made assertions against the NCOSC by claiming they quote, use misleading research reports to fabricate a false medical consensus about the harms of pornography. And since 2010, the group has stated that pornography constitute a public health crisis, which all of that is unfounded. There is no, not a single health organization in the world um, says that, that it is a public health crisis so this is all based on twisting the good book to do bad things essentially Mm -hmm. because even if you look at yeah even if you look at the name national center on sexual exploitation like that sounds like a good thing like great yeah yeah but there are so many ulterior motives that that come along with that the other um group is uh a group called Exodus Cry, oh my God. which sounds like an anime. Um, <laughs> yeah. Exodus, yeah. Exodus Cry is a Christian nonprofit advocacy organization that seeks uh, the abolition of the legal commercial sex industry, including pornography, strip clubs, and sex work, as well as illegal sex trafficking. So they got one thing. 
right that mm-hmm. you should be fighting for yep the illegal part <laughs> the illegal sex trafficking part yes um again this was originally developed out of a weekly prayer group at the international house of prayer or ihop ihop <laughs> In, 2000, in 2007, <laughs> by a guy named Benjamin Nolet. Uh, it is no longer directly affiliated with the church, but it is faith-based and does offer prayer instruction. In 2017, Exodus Cry released Liberated, the New Sexual Revolution, which was a documentary that like filmed during spring break, that basically, through their lens, depicted uh, hookup culture and casual sex as like the, this horrible thing that's going to ruin the use mm-hmm. uh it was it i think it might still be on netflix um there were some reviews that were really funny that were like two stars one star mm-hmm. like what the fuck are these like it's so obvious <laughs> sure that they're trying to twist what what they're the narrative uh of course it's just propaganda at that point yeah exactly uh the film and the organization were criticized by people who said it should have disclosed the group's alleged religious background and director Nolet's historic opposition to abortion and gay rights. Uh, he has also uh, he also once compared abortion to the Holocaust and condemned gay marriage. Oh God, these people are exhausting. I know. Uh, the International Slavery Museum canceled a planned collaboration with the organization because of Nolet's views on gay marriage. In both cases, Exodus cried, denied it was anti-gay, and stated that Nolet's personal views were not relevant to the overall mission of the organization, despite the fact that he's the guy that started, he's a founder. <laughs> How mm-hmm. do his beliefs not intertwine with the Holy mission? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Holy shit. In February 2020, the organization's director of abolition, which I assume is abolition of sex, work, and genitals, uh, Layla Micklewaite launched a petition to shut down, shut down the adult website Pornhub. Micklewaite's campaign using the hashtag trafficking hub, which I don't know if you guys saw that going around. Mm-mm. No, when that happened. What, 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 was, what was that? So it was just them using like social media in like a more modern alternative way to get their message out. Mm-hmm. Just the has- hashtag trafficking hub. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, <clears throat> uh, which was sponsored by the National Center on Sexual Exploitation. The Cybertonia. Cybertania is back, oh, baby. Cybertania. <laughs> yeah. Cyber- <laughs> <laughs> By September, the campaign had gained over a million signatures, and on December 10th, following an opinion column by New York Times columnist uh, Nicholas Kristoff alleging the site was being used to share sex abuse videos, Visa and MasterCard stopped allowing Pornhub to accept credit card transactions. So this, these are the companies that directly affected Pornhub and that have filed lawsuits um against MindGeek and who are basically pushing um for things laws or pushing the credit card companies and the banks to stop working with these companies that support sex work got it um there was one interesting thing though i don't know if i missed it oh yeah here so the ncose uh they have uh received funding from philip and Schutz, who's a billionaire businessman and the Coors Brewing Company family mm-hmm. uh, with Joseph Coors being a member of the organization's board of directors. So these are people who are 
extremely wealthy and extremely powerful and influential. And the Coors Brewing family, I don't know if anybody, any of you know their history. Yeah, they are an extremely really right wing family who are have done horrible things like this from the very beginning, basically. Yes. Yeah. There's a whole, you know, um, their stance against gay marriage and just gay people in general. And everyone boycotted them and dumped cores in the streets and all that yeah i i think one of the one of the sons of uh the cores uh founder like saw of had a vision one time like he was like seeing angels and shit like they're <sighs> full on out of their minds so after all this right the the impending ban uh sex workers began sharing advice about other platforms that would still work with them they also expect expressed fears that the decision could could serve to drive the business back underground or back onto the street which if you give a shit about anyone you don't want this stuff to be happening just on the street no so, just with people's safety and all that yeah after losing one of the few sites that allows individuals to earn real money from the adult content, they worried the company was seeking to do what so many others had, build a business on the back of adult content, then abandon it when mainstream success came calling. Uh, Lola Hunt, a Melbourne-based sex worker, said, quote, the community is very on edge at the moment. Every time a site goes down, our client base is fractured. It's like running a brick-and-mortar shop and being chased out of town by religious zealots every six months. <clears throat> luckily That's a very good analogy yeah the success yeah. is fleeting this is why we're talking about with the hundred thousand dollars a month and like the 12 hours 12 to 16 hour days of work or whatever dude get it while it's hot yeah yeah and, and it sucks you know? that it's like that like it, it what it doesn't have to be like that it doesn't need to but uh it is at the moment and if you can make that kind of money damn yeah um only decision to ban poor oh wait sorry i read that i think uh oh no uh all right it infuriated sex workers who relied on the site to support themselves in frustration some creators had already deleted their only fans pages and moved to alternate platforms six days after the initial announcement though only fans said that they would be reversing the decision and that adult content would be allowed on the site indefinitely well we'll see how long that lasts mm-hmm. citing that they had quote secured assurances necessary to do so um so is they, it, I, I can't remember what the companies were, but they got some credit card processing companies that I had never heard of to, to work with them. Is there any sort of chance? I mean, it seems like no, but <laughs> that this is some just sort of major marketing play. I doubt so it. that was, that was what I thought too, initially when, before I did any of this research, when the whole thing happened, I was like, oh, you know what? They're trying to become, they're, they're diversifying. They're trying to be more uh like cater to a wider audience that is not just because i'm sure who who knows if any of them knew that the the sex work aspect was going to blow up so much and become so much of their revenue stream mm-hmm. right. when it started um and then it got really big and it it did feel like they were trying to like okay let's like be more family friendly which is kind of seen in the only fans tv thing that they launched which uh uh, let's see. While OnlyFans grew to popularity largely based on its porn-friendly policy, the company has been looking for a wider audience. Uh, it was launched in part to obtain distribution on platforms that disallow porn. It is available on Android, iOS, Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, Samsung Smart TVs. 
Um, this actually got a lot of shit because there were like ads for OnlyFans TV. And in the clips, it was only showing people cooking or people working mm-hmm. out or people, you know, doing whatever the fuck else they were and like did not at all reference or mention the sex work aspect. So a lot of people were like lighting it up on Twitter and like Reddit and stuff, like mocking it yeah. for yeah. its essential whitewashing mm-hmm. of what its main use is. So that's that's where we're currently at with OnlyFans. I know we all miss Cybertania really bad after all those <laughs> gruesome facts about evangelical right wing organizations. <laughs> totally. But, hey, you know what? We had a good five, six minutes there. Yeah. <laughs> and bliss thinking that it was a laser tag arena. Yeah. We if can still only. live. We can still live in that, that, uh, fiction. <laughs> we can still be there, but, um, every once in a while you got to get out of that nasty ball pit and, and look at, look at why it's so nasty. And look most of the time it's evangelical at, psychos. Just yeah. look at reality's balls. Yeah. Look, look at may- those nasty balls. Maybe bird bar incorporated can open up only laser tag. Only laser tag. I love Ooh. it. Yeah, I no, joke just... about uh, how uh, my cat uh, makes all her money on only fleas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do the fleas pay? Yeah, they suck her blood. So she pays. <laughs> she yeah only she pays with fl- her blood. Only <laughs> fleas for uh, eat for free. it's a buffet. It's a buffet. <laughs> Got it. Got it's it. A buffet okay. model guys. I see. I see. I see. Um, <laughs> it uh, makes no sense. <laughs> only fleas. It's for animals. We're all traumatized after hearing that this has been going on for eighty Too years, long. sixty years. Essentially, people have been trying to stop sex work, and it's horrible. And um, something needs to change because I support it. And OnlyFans needs to do better. Yeah. Yep. We uh we you know we t- we also touched on this is our not our first foray into this world too. We did touch on this with the uh, financial domination. Yeah. So, um, uh, power to sex work. Uh, we're out. I guess. <laughs> we out. We out. Seacrest out. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you again soon. This podcast is a product of Bird Bar Incorporated.